It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome to episode 164 of Tales from the Hard Side. Please call the voicemail and leave a message. Call 937-265-2024. Call 937-265-2024. Uh-oh. Here comes trouble. Hey, what's up? This is Tom Segura, and you're listening to Izzy Rock on the Tales from the Hard Side podcast. Hey, this is Brendan Walsh, and you're listening to Izzy Rock on Tales from the Hard Side. I'm right, here with my man Izzy motherfucking Rock, so pay attention. Both of you by Matt Flavor. So, check yourself before you wreck yourself. yourself, yourself. These are tales from the hard side, painted so vivid Kicking real life stories, not woven or knitted Izzy Rock brings that rawness to all who listen Dropping heavy knowledge, knowledge and sharing some wisdom Going down that rough road only makes you tougher It's a beautiful struggle, sometimes we suffer Let the people know, you aren't in this alone This talk is deep, it cuts down to the bone No fakeness here, this as real as it gets Hazardous on the mic, kick it live and direct Spread that vibe everywhere, all across the globe The idea's real simple there's no secret code reach out to the people spread that positive energy because we're all looking for a little bit of serenity whatever little part of this planet you live in these tales from the hard side are now transmitting transmitting yo what up how you doing what's mike what's hey can you hear me Oh shit! Hold on, you got your video. Hold on, I put it on my video. Yep, yep. Can can you hear me? Yeah, dude, I can totally hear you. Oh, okay, cool. Can you? Uh, okay, you see, huh? What's up, dude? What's cracking, man? I just waking up. Nah, that's all good. <laughs> it's early out there for you. Yeah, well, and and that's oh damn, that's not gonna work. I'm like extremely white, Mike. Now, <laughs> extremely white, Mike. Uh, for listeners. Mike's got a, uh, he's got the screen on and it's bright. It's bright. It's still early it's, out there, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I have, a, uh, this is actually a, uh, it's like my office light. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, uh, and yeah, so it's shining right in my face. I was trying to get it where it's nice and bright, but not in my face. Yeah. Doesn't man. seem. It, the, and, and the video is kind of grainy. It looks very psychedelic. <laughs> yeah right huh i might just have to roll with it <laughs> <laughs> so what's been up man no not too much man just uh you know built building the empire brick by brick i guess you know uh uh got a few bricks this week so <laughs> gotta keep it moving you know yeah. um music's music's going well and and uh got a lot of uh other opportunities that are starting to uh really come through too so that's that's really cool that's cool, man. You got a release coming up? Yeah, actually, it is today. As a matter of fact, as as we record this, uh, uh, it hasn't quite yet been put out. It'll get put out after I do the interview. That's cool. 
Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's brand new single called Just Might. Uh, it's actually uh, my my buddy Twenty Second Letter. It's his song. Uh, he's the one that got me started rapping and all that. And and uh, so it's kind of cool to see us uh, now that we hooked back up after all those years apart. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, and, dude. And uh, and so yeah, so we're we're uh, we're gonna put that out. It's called Just Might, and uh, it's it's available on uh, on our website at uh, www.whitemikemusic.com/justmight. Throw yeah, throw well, selfless promo there you know how it goes <laughs> so how'd you come up uh I, i'll tell you what right now we'll play it and then uh i will after we play it and this will all be in post for people out there uh after we play it uh, talk about it. let's let's talk about the production and creation and uh like let's talk about what's going on right now so uh go ahead and introduce it man and then i'll edit it later in post yeah, like I said, this is a 20-second letter. It's his song. Uh, I'm just on it, featuring White Mike Music, and this is called Just Might. Just my, just my. 
just might. Yeah, tonight I just might. I don't care about your name. I don't care about your type. I just wanna get blown. And tonight I just might. Just might. Just might. Get up in it with the venom hit in a minute. Everybody tripping when we kick it with the bitches. Never gonna stop a motherfucker cause I'm winning. Pimping. Thought they said it ain't easy. I'ma slide through with a gang of broads. Man, check it. Got a breeze, ain't greasy. We gon' take it over like gang is calm. We say it's on and it's down. Then a motherfucker heated cause we shut it down. Man, fucking ass. Get another pound. We gon' run up in it with a bunch of blunts allowed. When you see me in the circle, I ain't fucking around. Got a whole bunch of purple and we up in the house. Y'all running and gunning. We huffing and puffing and taking the stuff and then blowing it down. So get your favorite water pipe and let the shit bubble. You're trying to see where I be floating, better get humble. We rip bubbles, so your chicken's bout to hit trouble. I told them bring your skunkies mix and the bitch puzzled. Sniff snuggle, it smelled like my guys are stinking. Your punks in the dugout while we on the bases. Look on their faces, I see a lot of hating. But I ain't never gave a fuck, son, I'm a blazer. You don't gotta make it complicated, smoking while we congregating. All these dabs and awesome favors, I just want to blaze. I just wanna get blown, and tonight I just might, just might. Yeah, tonight I just might, just might. Yeah, tonight I just might. I don't care about your name, I don't care about your type. I just wanna get blown, and tonight I just might, just might. So, uh, twenty-second letter, dude. Now, how do you how do you spell that for listeners out there? Uh, well, and especially if you're looking for them on Twitter or Facebook or anything, it's X X I I letter, like like uh, Roman numerals. Yeah. I was gonna ca- uh, call it ramen ramen noodles. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's thinking about breakfast. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I I did just wake up, wake and bake, and then and then right to the interview. So yeah, I I could go for some breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> so so X X. Yeah, XXXII letter 22 uh, in Roman numerals. And uh, yeah, that's that's the letter V in case uh, y- your listeners are sitting there singing the alphabet right now. Because I know I was the first time I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. So how'd you, how'd, how'd you hook up with uh, this dude and what, um, like Albuquerque, for listeners who don't know, uh, Mike's from Albu- Albuquerque, which has been getting a lot of news. It got a lot of news way back in the day when it appeared on, it was like one of the host cities for cops for a while. And uh, I want to talk about that actually uh, here in a little bit, talk about the police videos that, that has been going on the internet. And I want to get your opinion on it. Um, But also the site where breaking bad and uh, now better call Saul are created. So you you got like Albuquerque, man. You got there's some stories coming from Albuquerque. If Vince Gilligan wants to make Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul in your area, I know there's some shady shit going on behind the scenes because uh, uh because uh, really because of the drug war and stuff like that. But like, what? How did you meet this 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 dude? How does he represent in the area? What's going on in in the Albuquerque music scene? And uh, just update the listeners about what's going on out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a loaded question, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got now. I got to think harder. Oh, now, uh, 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 as far as twenty second letter, 
Uh, we were buddies back in high school. We were, we had a few classes together, you know, and we were kind of always the the I don't know, kind of the smart asses of the of the class, and so we just kind of naturally got along together. And uh, it was actually him and a buddy of his back in high school. They uh, they started rapping. And, uh, you know, I was seeing them. I was like, oh, damn, this is kind of cool. And so that's how I ended up even writing my first song. And, well, now, you know, seven, eight years later, here we are. And, and so uh, we, we had kind of after high school, we kind of uh, uh, had fallen apart. You know what I mean? We didn't you, you lose a lot of friends when you when you drop out of high school. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> but it, yeah. And uh, and so. Uh, so, yeah, we. We had fallen apart for uh, uh, quite some time, and then just uh, last summer, I, I just stumbled onto him. I, I I wasn't even looking or nothing like that. I just all of a sudden, here he popped up on my Twitter, and I was like, "Oh, that looks like him." But he was going uh, back when I knew him. He was going by a different name, and so I, I'm like, "Oh, this is twenty second letter." I'm like, ah, "I don't I don't know." I I went and looked said it looks like him and I hit him up and sure enough it was him and and yeah we've been uh we've been together ever since on the uh uh every week you know we're we're working on business together he's he's got a lot of connections out here in Albuquerque and I have a lot of the connections that are not in Albuquerque and so once again we kind of just mesh well together and and you know I mean we both smoke weed so that helps <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I think uh, and I'll, I'll let you I'll let you finish to talk about the scene out there. Um, but I think collaboration and community and coming together collectively to remove the ego about like you know I don't want to promote anybody's shit. I don't want to I don't want to lift anybody else up. I I've never agreed with that, man. I think if you see somebody out there and you you like you feel what they're doing. Somebody else is gonna feel that too, and maybe by you going, nah, I'm not gonna share my shit. I don't, I don't want people to know what I'm into. I, I only want people to know about me. I think that it it kind of restricts the creative process, and it. But by being open and by being like, hey, I'm gonna collaborate with you on a song, or hey, I'm gonna, you know, come on a podcast and and let's let's just chat. So worlds intersect man where the world that you're living out there in albuquerque uh intersects with the world i'm living over here in ohio and somebody from around the world who might never have heard of you because you live in albuquerque i live in ohio but because they listen to this podcast now they can hear your track and be like dude there's this kid from white from albuquerque new mexico you know the place where breaking bad and better call saul was made this dude is out there. He, dude, he's got this video called Fire, man. You should check it out. And then all of a sudden, it just like it catches fire. You know? What that, I mean? Yeah, right. Nice, nice play on words. And and but it's a, <laughs> it, it's a, it's a solid point, you know. And it's a, uh, uh, that's really what's held Albuquerque back. If if you ask me, you know, in my opinion, uh, uh, especially hip hop in Albuquerque, because everybody's so divided into their little groups. And uh, nobody will nobody will collaborate. And then you get the people that uh, they go out and recruit more people for their group and they consider that collaborating. And so, you know, you have a lot of uh, it's a lot of a lot of fake stuff going around here. That's for sure. And I mean, 
it's it's my city you know what i mean at the end of the day i love it and it's made me what i am and so i'm thankful for that but but i mean gosh the the music scene is is not one to be admired out here at least not hip-hop if you're doing if you're doing rock then then yeah that's then by all means albuquerque is a great place to come uh uh now, is there any, any place where you guys can play live, or any is there a live hip hop scene going on? Yeah, there is. Uh, uh, the problem with Albuquerque, though, is uh, if you become the king of Albuquerque, like everybody out here is trying to do, uh, then that's all that you get with that. People don't realize that you're you're just the king of Albuquerque. Albuquerque is a city of maybe uh, half a million. You know what I mean? It's not a uh, it's not a place that you're going to uh, explode on the on the charts or anything like that. And so, uh, yeah, th- I, there's a live scene, but, you know, it's it, it's you don't want to spend too much time and get stuck in the live scene because that that'll be all you ever make of it. You know, uh, when you look at an artist like myself and now 22nd Letter, too, um, our focus has nothing to do with Albuquerque, really. You know what I mean? The only people in Albuquerque that even remotely know about me, uh, I have a few people that have picked me up on Twitter. But other than that, you know, it's my friends and family. I, I don't I, I'm more famous outside of Albuquerque than I am in it. No any day. shit, dude. So so because I uh, and you might not know this, but I've been working with um, something called the Gym City Podcast, which. Dayton, Ohio, which is where I live, is considered uh, the gym city. It's I don't somehow that came about. I should know that, <laughs> but I, uh, at this time it it slips my mind. It's not something I memorized. But I started working with something called the Gym City Podcast, where uh, I grew up loving music and I wanted to give back and I wanted to promote the scene, and I didn't. Like I, I was a father for more than a decade, dude, where a lot of times I didn't go out, I didn't go to shows, and then all of a sudden my kids, like my kids now, I'm, it's sad, dude, they, they don't really, they would rather hang out with their friends than, than dad, but now it has opened up doors where on a Friday night, while they're out with their friends, I can go out and go see shows, and so I've connected with uh, a lot of artists by doing the Gym City podcast, by having them on, coming down and recording every other Sunday. And I see this scene that I haven't seen a whole lot of scenes besides paying, paying attention to magazines and stuff back in the day. I know Seattle had a good scene. I know New York has had a good scene. L.A., uh, various cities from around the country has really grabbed hold. And um, Dayton right now, seems to me to be uh, this great place for creative outlet because we had a lot of factories closed, we had a lot of poverty, and it allowed a lot of people who weren't making very much money to be able to buy these empty spaces and to be able to open stores. And now there's a lot of hipsters and there's a lot of, uh, a lot of what people would call hipsters, but they've really built this area up to be kind of a cool, artsy area. And going to these local shows, dude, where on any given night you could listen to country, you could listen to rap, you could listen to metal, you could listen to folk music, you could listen to a whole wide range. And I started going to these local hip-hop shows, 
and I've talked about it numerous times, but go to these local hip hop shows, and I found a friend in the scene named Tino, and um, uh, hip hop Tino. He's actually started touring around the state of Ohio. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if he's went outside of the state of, of Ohio, but I I guarantee that's on his radar to go on tour. I, I did a podcast recently this past week with a group of uh, women called Good English. And they're three sisters who they're, they're attractive. They dress up on stage. So like they, they catch your eye and they fucking rock, dude. They play their own instruments. They, the singer plays guitar and she shreds. Uh, her sister plays bass and her other sister plays drums. And they recently did a tour out to South, South by Southwest to go um, do a tour and back. And I was talking to them. They talked about a gap year. And I, I'm not, how old are you, Mike? Uh, I'm about to be 25 here in another couple months. Still, uh, still young. Oh, still young. So, so they talked about a gap year. And a gap year was instead of going from college or high school or whatever to get a job, um, and maybe you do get a job, but not one that you're going to be at for a while. They, they decided to take a gap year where they took their music seriously. And they booked their own shows. They made an album. They, they, they played a bunch of shows. And they recently did, uh, like I said, did a tour. And they said they wanted to keep going out to California. And that they, they're passionate about it. They're excited about it. They're not really into uh, partying at all. So that they're not going to be held back from uh, substance abuse. Uh, which I don't, you know, people got to get by in life somehow. And some, you know, many different substances has, has fueled many different artists. You're one that really celebrates weed. But do you see yourself being one of these artists that is like, all right, I, I'm going to go actually hit the road and go start touring and uh, see, see what happens, see what, see what may come. Do you see yourself being being that artist? Or are you going to just can try to try to just do it by releasing si- singles and albums online? Yeah, well, that's that another loaded question. You're coming good with them today. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's uh, uh, you know, of course, uh, just selling music, especially in this day and age, uh, is is just simply not enough. That's all there is to it. If, if you're a young aspiring artist and I just shattered your dreams, then I'm sorry, but <laughs> it, it, it's just reality. Pe- people do not buy music as they used to. Uh, um, although the cost has cut down, you know, there's, that's a whole, that could be a whole podcast in itself about that. Sure. But, but, uh, uh, as far as me specifically, uh, you know, I, I have the, the whole mindset that there has to be a demand first, uh, because I am in Albuquerque you know, uh, if I call up a club in in Dayton, which uh, I I may or may or uh, may or may not have done, but but that's that's off the record, I guess. But uh, yeah, I, I was I was trying to actually book uh, book a whole Midwest tour. I had about uh, uh, eight or nine cities that I contacted. Uh, if you're not from their city and you don't have a name. They have no reason whatsoever to give you any, uh, to even give you the time of day. You know, I was lucky that a few of them gave me the time of day, <laughs> you know, and it was the wrong time anyway, because y'all are on a different time zone. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
but but no, you know what I mean. So it's uh, uh, the pathway that I've chosen. Like I was saying earlier, I'm I'm a lot uh, uh, a lot bigger outside of Albuquerque than I am in. Yeah. Uh, the, the the pathway that I've chosen on my career is not necessarily conducive to uh, to immediate touring. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, there's going to have to be a demand for it before the shows get booked. Uh, it, places like Albuquerque. Uh, of course, you know, we'll, we've have no problem popping up at a, at a car show, at a, uh, smoke shop at whatever, you know, we just, anything can be a performance when, when you're doing true music, you know what I mean? You don't, you don't need, uh, you don't need a whole setup to carry around with you. I can turn on the stereo in the car and, and stand on the trunk and, and wrap my heart out and, and people feel it. You know what I mean? Maybe even more so than if I was up at a, at a, south by southwest or you know what i mean whatever random music festival you want to insert here yeah yeah most definitely man and i i feel you dude i definitely feel you and i think i think you know some people have the attitude to like create your own scene i remember i don't know if you know who duncan trussell is um but he he i heard him on joe rogan's podcast and then i had him on mine and he told like I kind of shit on the area where I was from, and he told me that you know, he told me the story about a cat shitting in a necklace where a person went from place to place, and they would move from place to place, and they're like, "Man, it smells like cat shit here," and <laughs> and everywhere they go, it always followed them, and that eventually they realized like they have this invisible cat shit necklace around their <laughs> neck that it's them. And so he 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 made that analogy saying that you know when you're when you shit on your area um and, and you don't really give it a chance and I'm not saying that you're doing that at all but I, I I'm using it to get to my point and I will here in just a second uh but that to embrace the area where you're from to try to you know and it's hard work but try to make that community build that community and by a couple people if you started going to different maybe there's a coffee shop in your area or maybe there's a like in our area there's a place called blind bobs where a lot of the hipsters and like it's the hottest club to play in in dayton um and it's always packed there's always a lot of uh, young kids but there's also a place called one eye jacks that they started having a hip-hop night and they uh because it was near a college, they really attracted a lot of different type of people. And that's where my friend Tino kind of started. Uh, he would go to these open mics there, and you would have open mics of all kinds of different music. And so he was exposed to a lot of different music before like he really started playing live. And I remember seeing him at, the, at this hip-hop show and seeing people like sing along with what he was saying. And I've seen him kind of go from being this artist that at that time, like it, it's this, it's this hip hop group that really knows about him to now he's playing with punk rock bands. He's playing shows where everybody is singing along. Like there's a song he has called Ohioan, the Ohioan where it's so catchy dude that when he, when he sings it, you look around and everybody is singing this song back to him. And I can only imagine by him kind of being there for that scene 
and and building it up and him now moving and being accepted by all these punk rock kids and all these kids with tattoos and uh, kind of heavy metal kids that he is being embraced to be able to like have the courage to play anywhere he wants because he's played a lot of live shows and they built up kind of built up their own scene um and i wish i was actually i i enjoy where i'm at in my life i enjoy the kids that i have but at times i wish i had more time to go see shows and go support a lot of these artists that i record but like like what what, what do you what do you think about that what do you think about people who do that in like What's your, like? What's your vision for for where you want to go, and and like how do you think how how do you see yourself achieving it? Yeah, no, I I, I completely agree with that, and uh, um, it, it's it's based on uh, uh, the location, like you said. Dayton is a place that's starting to get this uh, cultural significance. For uh, uh, I can't speak on it because I I don't live out there and so i wouldn't i wouldn't know but you know what i mean i uh um when when the ncaa tournament comes up every year they're always talking about all the stuff going on in dayton so (laughs) i i hear a little bit about it that's what i hear you know (laughs) yeah we we get that uh for for listeners that don't know and i don't i haven't talked about it that too much we get the uh first four and that's the first four games of the ncaa tournament uh i believe that's what it is but it attracts a lot of people here, dude, and we have uh, we have a minor league baseball team that's pretty huge. Uh, the Reds are actually doing the All Star Game uh, this year for for baseball, and Ohio State, which is an hour and a half up the road, just won the national championship for football. So, like this area is kind of jumping because we have two of the main arteries of the United States with I seventy and I seventy five, like right in this area so it's kind of we have wright patterson air force base which is where uh uh hangar 18 where they where they took the aliens when they found them in in uh in In roswell roswell new mexico (laughs) (laughs) Um, small world yeah right how far away from roswell do you live uh roswell is probably about i'd say probably about uh maybe four hours it's quite a drive oh have you ever made the trip yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Oh shit, what's that like, dude? Uh Roswell is about I don't know, if you're if you're going to stay there for anything longer than than a few hours, I would suggest uh you know, meth is always a good hobby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh uh crack cocaine, you know, mushrooms, acid. It's it's literally the the most boring town that you will ever visit. There there is besides the whole the alien crash site deal that that is it there there is nothing else there the the post office and the fire station are the same building you know it's yeah it's it's nothing nothing to write home about that's for sure <laughs> no if, shit if you're driving by it then then you can stop and see it but i wouldn't suggest a vacation to go see roswell unless you're one of those crazy uh uh alien dudes you know and well who's to say they're crazy you know uh, they could be right i i think you ask me i think we're the aliens i think we're going to discover another uh less intelligent civilization cuz we already have ufo's man 
Man, you better hope you. But seriously, look at what we do with animals and and even people. We do look what we do with people. I wanted to talk to you about this anyway. About the uh, because it's getting so much coverage, dude. Is this like people filming now and they're filming police and police? They're filming police in in times when they're doing some shady shit. And I wanna I wanna stress this. I've coached with some cops. I've had cops as friends. I have uh, known cops. I know good cops. Um, I've I've gotten out of tickets by being a nice guy to to cops. Um, so I know it's it's a hard job. Not everybody's corrupt. It's and these are just human beings. But that badge gives them a certain power that regular citizens don't have, obviously. And that sometimes certain people's egos can't handle that badge because they, whether they're in fear of their life or whether it's just this power trip thing that a lot of cops now, man, are being filmed doing some shady shit like the dude getting his head kicked in by like all these sheriffs on a horseback chase, right? And then you see the dude who is being chased down by a 73-year-old assistant deputy who mistakes his gun for a taser and shoots this guy in the back. And they got his, like, it's all this stuff's being filmed where now the public is being exposed on a daily basis. And uh, I don't know if you paid attention a few months ago when um, there was a kid who got killed in Walmart uh, in in the Ohio area. That was that was close to me as well. John Crawford was his name, and it was it caused a huge deal. Uh, what what's your opinion on on all that stuff going on right now? Um, especially like you, you said, man, you're young. You're you're kind of you've grown up most of your life. Probably the internet has been there uh, that you most of your like conscious life. Uh, so you. You kind of have access to all kinds of videos and stuff. What, what's your opinion on the stuff coming out now? Uh, well, it's it's crazy. It, it, to sum it all up in one word, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, uh, you know, everybody's really entitled to have their own opinion, which is why it's always a tough subject to talk about because on one hand – uh, you, you, you can say that the, uh, the police do have a tough job and in Albuquerque, let me tell you, they don't make it any easier. There's uh there was a video about, uh, gosh, I don't know. It's already been a couple months. This is already old news, but, uh, uh, a guy, uh, uh, an officer, I I'm trying to remember what department he was from. I can't remember though. Uh, he, he pulls up at a traffic stop. Before the uh, when the guy rolls his window down just at the start, he hasn't even told him, hey, uh, license and registration, nothing like that. The guy just rolls the window down and just starts shooting at him. So, I mean, that that's that's what's going on in in New Mexico, you know, and and that's that's what uh, it's all. Like I said, it's always tough to talk about because some of these people uh, bring it upon themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. But but at the same time, uh, you can't tell me that, you know, if uh, if a cop pulls up to me and, and, and is pointing a gun at me and then I take off running, 
what what right does he have to shoot me down you know that's that's where that's where the gray area is is because what what is deemed uh deserving of death and that's the whole problem in uh, in our entire society in in America really is that the the value of life is not what it used to be you know uh life is looked at as almost a form of currency you know, oh, okay, well, uh, we're in a war, but only uh, only twenty died. You know, oh, okay, yeah, that's that's twenty cents. We got that. You know, but but oh, if if a uh, report comes through about oh, ISIS just killed you know uh, five thousand people, then I bet you we'd be in war tomorrow. Yeah. You know, and well, and and that's not to say we're not. I mean, we're already bombing the shit out of them on on that subject, but that that's a whole nother one. But uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, like I said, with the with the cops, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Uh, I have the advantage of have of knowing a lot of people uh, in in good places in law enforcement. I guess yeah, that's the best way to <laughs> best way to put it without uh, without saying any names. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So so you you've been around you've been around police. It sounds like you you've you've been around police for a while. I well I've. I like to my my best saying, man, is infiltrate from within. Sure. Okay, and so I I'm not necessarily friends and buddies, and I'm not hanging out every day with cops, uh, but I have a lot of uh, a, a lot of yeah, I know a lot of cops. Let's put it that way. I I uh, and not just cops. You know, I know people that run uh, uh, organizations. Uh, um, yeah, like I said, I can't I I can't go out on and say any names no, here. That's all good, dude. But but yeah, you know, organizations. Uh, I know people that uh, that work inside the prisons. Uh, you know, I, I a very uh, I don't know. I'm a, I'd be a good buddy to have if you were trying to do something illegal. <laughs> you know, Let, let's put it that way. <laughs> oh shit! Well, hey man, um, what uh. What do you have? I know you talked about the release today, but let let people know where they can find it. Yeah, that's that's at www.whitemikemusic.com. Uh, uh, white M I C, like a microphone, you know. Haha, everybody, uh, insert a little drum roll there, and uh, uh, slash just might. And and uh, if you can't spell just might, then you know uh, you're gonna need some work on it, anyways. <laughs> And no shit. And your uh, Twitter and your uh, website. Where where can people find you? Yeah, you can you can always find me. Twitter's the best place to start. That's at five oh five White Mike. Uh, the number is five oh five. And then, like I said, W H I T E M I C. Uh, and on Facebook, you can find me uh, at White Mike Music. Same thing uh, on uh, on YouTube at, at White Mike Music. Uh, like I said, Twitter's best place to go. You go to Twitter, you get connected with everything you get all the links you even get some free music all that good stuff nice man and as as i ask a lot of people I, what are some inspired recos that you have for people to go check out and while while you're thinking about it because I, I didn't ask you this question beforehand so it basically is it are you you watching anything cool playing anything cool listening to anything cool are you eating at a cool restaurant in your area like something like that but while while you're thinking about that i want to tell people i i checked out uh the new marvel uh show on netflix daredevil and i'm sure everybody else has watched it that 
all my geek friends. I see you on Facebook. I'm up to episode five now. I'm up to episode seven. I'm watching it again. You know, like I'm excited to finish watching it, but I don't want to burn through it because it is awesome, dude. Uh, I would recommend people to go check that out. I um, uh, what else? What else has I have I been checking out uh, recently? Um, shit, it slipped my mind. Um, I'm sure it'll come come to me at some point. I uh, I anyway, Mike, what have, what are you checking out? What's your inspired reco? Well, check this out. And I, I, I have never been big on TV. Really, the only thing I watch on TV is live sports. And and recently, uh, uh, over just over the spring here, it, it just recently ended. But I, I'm pretty sure they're going to do a second season. Uh, I got into this show called Eye Candy. And and it was a it was an MTV show, you know. At the end of the day, you're gonna have uh, uh, all these people that seem to have lost their shirt, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and that that's just part of watching any show on on MTV, you know. But uh, the storyline and 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 the the actual acting capability, I was surprised, you know. When you usually when you watch MTV. Not only can they not find their shirt, but they can't find their script. You know, yeah. it's usually it's usually a lot worse. You know, and uh, and I I was really taken aback with it with the writing. Uh, it was written by uh, by R. L. Stein, who does the Goosebumps books. Yeah, dude, really. So, yeah, and so that I I mean, of course that that's where that comes from. Uh, but what got me into it was uh, uh, I don't know. You may know it from following me on Twitter. Is I have a huge crush on on Victoria Justice, and that that was that was her project. And so I said, okay, well I'm gonna watch it. You know, support support uh, my future wife and all that. You know, <laughs> and, and and so uh, so yeah, I started watching it, and and like two episodes in. I found myself like like on the internet, you know, searching for trailers of next week, and I, I had to sit back and 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 look at it and go like, my God, is this uh, is this really me now? You know, I hear about all these people doing this stuff, and they're hardcore fans of this and this, and you know, everybody's got their shows to watch on Sunday nights and all this, and and uh, and I had kind of become one of those, you know, for for a few uh, a few months. Like I said, it ended now. And now I kind of miss it. You know, I'm like, I don't really have anything to do on Mondays now. I'm like, but what did I do before it? You know, what, uh, I'm like, what, what the hell? I, I really I'm trying to think legitimately right now. You know, I, I don't know what I do on Mondays, uh, Monday, mo Monday nights. You know, I kind of just uh, I'll, I'll uh, I'll watch Monday night football during football season. But, you know, it's when that's not on, you know, I, I had my eye candy, uh, which is I want to credit them for naming that show eye candy. That was de it was definitely eye candy. I will say that. Like I, like I say, everybody seemed to be just losing their shirts. You know what I mean? And, and I, I know t talking to you before, you told me that you actually didn't you weren't really into Breaking Bad. You didn't check it out. I don't think you had checked it out at that point. Have you have you still avoided it? Well, uh, the way I always put it to everybody is is like this, you know, uh, Breaking Bad and and Better Call Saul and stuff like that. Uh, it's it's fun when you get to turn it off every week. You know, when you get it in hourly installments, it, it's pretty cool. 
uh, you know, when you're living in it, <laughs> you know, so it, it's yeah, it, it can it can get uh, hectic at points. And, and especially, like I said, with, with the I, I've been on uh, I've been on both sides of the law uh, myself and, and with my connections and, and all that. And so, uh, you know, it's yeah, there's 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 a lot of a lot of stuff that happens. Like I said, you see it in a TV show and you think, oh, dang, that's cool, you know. But then it, when it actually happens to you in real life, you know, you're you're sitting there thinking, oh, God, oh, God, please, please, no, please, please don't. OK, everybody, let's just chill out. How can we get this guy with the gun waving it around at us to start to, you know, relax, you know, how can we and then and then you start getting that, like I said, once you've uh been through it a few times you know you start uh getting that high and mighty sense where okay oh this guy's waving a gun around how can we take him out and take his gun and and point it at him you know turn the tables and well that that's the whole danger of albuquerque you know and and that's but like i said it makes for great tv (laughs) can't argue that you know but i i haven't uh i don't really keep up with it uh i don't watch it at all i like i said i'm not not big on tv at all uh but but i of course i keep up with the culture uh, because it's like I said, I, I, I live it. I don't, I don't need a, a camera crew for it. You know, I, I sit here and I go through it every day. Um, the stories that they find, you know, uh, you can always, you can always say, uh, they have that saying, you know, you can't script this, you know, there's just some things that even the best writers in TV, they, they'd look at Albuquerque and they go, how the hell did this happen? <laughs> like th- this makes no sense. What are y- y'all a bunch of idiots out there? And and well, we are. That's that's the whole fun part. You know, we are a bunch of idiots out here. We have uh, we have the highest uh, uh, crime rate per capita. You know, and so I like to translate that into you know, uh, uh, New York City might have more more crime overall. You know, L.A. might have more crime, but out here, everybody that you see is crazy. Everybody's willing. <laughs> You know what I mean? Everybody's waiting for that one moment where, okay, finally I can I can just go off. You know, everybody's crazy out here, and so you really, yeah, you really gotta gotta watch what you're doing. That's yeah, for sure. Definitely, man. I, I and I get that. I I gotta be honest. If there was a if there was a show about Dayton, Ohio, I, w- I would definitely be watching it and loving it. But hey, I wanna I wanna get your opinion on uh, on this video. I don't know if you caught. Uh, you being a big uh, weed fan and a big <laughs> cannabis supporter, what what's your favorite strain of weed before we get into this? Uh, well, man, are, I mean, that's... are you an indica or a sativa guy? Oh, you mean just type? Yeah, no, I'm definitely definitely indica. I I love the the body high. Uh, don't get me wrong, I'm not dissing on the on the sativa. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I love I love it all. <laughs> now, have you have you tried? edibles dabs like what what's your i know as as marijuana and cannabis same thing as they spread across the country becoming legal in many different spots and people try it for the first time let's say they go out to colorado and they're like i want to try some edibles i want to try some dabs what uh what's your advice for these people and what's your opinion on both edibles and dabs 
Yeah, well, uh, you know, edibles have been interesting with me because I they haven't ever really affected me. And you get certain uh, certain cases like that. You know, I've <laughs> of course I I uh, I'm a connoisseur of the cannabis. You know, and so I I go and I do my research and all this shit. But uh, yeah, apparently, uh, not everybody feels edibles. But then you also have the counter issue to that, which is edibles take a long time to kick in. Yeah. And so uh, uh, I learned this trick back in the day uh, when I first tried ecstasy. And that that's a, a lot more violent <laughs> of, of an awakening. Uh, I, I took some, you know, and it doesn't hit you right away. So, you OK, well, I'm going to take some more. I must need more. And then you end up taking more. And then about an hour and a half, two hours down the road, it'll all hit you. <laughs> and then and then, like I said, yeah, with, with edibles, it, it's never worked like that for me uh, with, with dabs. I'll, I'll be honest, I'm. I'm not necessarily a fan. I feel like it's um, it, it, the the war on drugs and specifically marijuana is a is a battle of publicity. It's a PR war, is what I like to call it. And uh, the image that dabs create uh, from the users that use them uh, seems to be affecting the the greater movement. Uh, uh, you know, in, in, in a somewhat negative way. At the same time, I know stoners and I know people that do dabs on a daily basis and they, they'll tell you this right, uh, right now. I could call one up and I guarantee you he'd say, I don't give a fuck. And that, that's what's so beautiful about the, the weed and the marijuana community is, is it, you know, it may take it a longer time to fully uh, take over the nation, but it's coming. And, and when it's here, there's no getting rid of it because you can already see, you know, uh, uh, New Mexico's been uh, we've been a, a medical marijuana state since back in the 90s. You know what I mean? We're we're I, I don't want to say pioneers because, of course, you have uh, places like Colorado, Alaska, Oregon, Washington, you know, that are already ahead of us. But at the same time, you know, we're, we're doing uh, we're doing a lot of big stuff out here, our own selves. And we've been doing it for for a while. And, uh, it, it, you know, it's. To to answer the whole question before I went off on a whole political no, you're perfect, tirade. Dude. No, you're, you're great. You're great. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but right, but I mean, you you understand what yeah. I mean. You know, it's it's definitely a PR war, and that's uh, if if you're fighting a PR war, uh, you have to look at every battle. You know, uh, you're not going to win every battle, uh, but there are some that you could win or that you could suffer uh, less losses in, uh, but. It, you know, read if you want a whole breakdown of that. I, I invite you to read Sun Tzu, uh, the Art of War. Uh, it's it's actually really short, and I, I can tell you that because I've read it, and it's one of the few books that I've read. I've read probably about six books in my whole life, and that's one of them. Now, my, and, now, Mike, I want to suggest a book uh, called uh, The War of Art. Have you heard of The War of Art with Steve, from Stephen Pressfield? Uh, nope, but I, I will in about, uh, well, 20 minutes or however long. Well, I'll go look it up. As, that, a, that, as a creative person, it talks about uh, fighting resistance or procrastination, whatever you want to call it. Um, but it's a great book. I highly recommend it, dude. Now, before we go on, because I, I want to wrap it up here in a minute. I'm, I'm rapidly running out of time. Uh, I came across something on Facebook recently where Sheriff Norman... Uh, from Louisiana, 
made comments about the law, Louisiana lawmakers considering changes, uh, changing laws against possession. Uh, hopefully, you can hear this and uh, just listen to it, and then you tell me what you uh, what you think about uh, Sheriff Normand and his uh, opinion on cannabis. We're talking about decriminalizing and trying to legalize marijuana in this legislative session. Are you kidding me? I mean, come on. We're going to legalize and decriminalize possession, but guess what? The transaction and the sale is still illegal. The profit motive is still there. The havoc that it will wreak on our streets will be insurmountable. <laughs> okay, hopefully you heard that. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's very interesting. Uh, when we're talking about PR wars, to go back to that, <laughs> exactly. Uh, you you have to uh, you have to understand um, that coming across as an extreme personality is almost sometimes. Uh, uh, diluting your substance of your argument so his yelling and all that uh kind of kind of affects that his eventual point is actually kind of right you know uh they're talking about decriminalizing stuff and and making it legal to possess but then yet uh it's still illegal for somebody to grow it it's illegal for somebody to have more than a certain amount so there's still, you know, there's still a war on drugs. Uh, what that sounds like to me, and and you feel free to call me the crazy conspiracy theorist. That sounds like somebody from uh, the the anti-cannabis side of this PR war, uh, posing as somebody to devalue the opinion. Uh, you could consider it either disinformation or misinformation depending on uh, his his further platform. That's what it sounds like to me. Sounds like they're trying to discredit uh, uh, you know they're trying they're trying to make an extreme point so that it it, uh, it discredits the greater uh, uh, the greater good, I guess if you want to call it that. I mean I don't agree that it's good, but uh, the the those in power, the greater power would be a better better term to describe it but like i said i i uh i smoke a lot of weed all day every day and uh, i have been known to follow the conspiracy or two so take that i'll, I'll devalue myself so they don't even have to you know what i mean <laughs> take, take that at what it is i i see i read between the lines and that's what i see as somebody that does pr yeah. you know what i mean i i i think i'd know yeah but i, I I, I see I see what he's doing and I've seen it for years. I saw it when I was going through the dare program when I was going to school. I see it as a fear tactic and I see him feeding into those people in our society who tend to um, focus more on the side of fear and worry and anger more than seeing the bigger picture, which is, you have locked up so many people over the years. You have caused so many people to lose their jobs. You have caused so many students to get in trouble in high school and be labeled a bad kid. You have caused so many parents to lose their kids. You have caused so many p 
people suffering. So many people spending years of their life when they could be out on the streets being creative, productive human beings. They've locked people up for a fucking plant that makes people happy and doesn't cause any deaths or overdoses if you're intelligent with your use. And I'm not talking about getting behind the wheel. I'm not talking about uh, riding motor skis or any sort of thing when you're doing intoxicated. What you, we, Dude, Duncan Trussell made a great point that people who g- climb K2 uh, climb mountains. Like there's bodies at the tops of these mountains that you know this is going, th- uh, m- many people will die from doing this. But yet, they don't make that illegal. Many people will die from merely getting behind the wheel of a car. Be, and they don't ban that. How, why not let's trust the adults out there and people who get caught pay the price? I know a lot of people who get caught with DUIs and stuff that they got it at such a low limit that it's really glorified tax collectors for a, for a lot of people. But a lot of people do get injured from drinking and driving. So I believe that there should be, you know, certain structures set up in society to protect people from others and from themselves with certain things. But I think I think we really need to take a look at those, what those things that cause chaos in society and go, all right. No one's that I ever heard of ever died from mushrooms, but yet that's illegal. MDMA is currently being talked about for PTSD with soldiers and uh, talk about helping older people cope with uh, dying, that we've kept these things under lock and key for all these years, but yet the obvious ones that are out there Stuff like, which I enjoy a beer, I enjoy a whiskey in Verner's, I enjoy those kind of things. But let's be honest, if we see the destructive nature of alcohol, uh, it makes no sense that cannabis is so illegal. I've said it many times on this podcast. It's a, like, it, by this time, a lot of people, it's, it's just kind of the same talking point over and over. But it's to re- reify that a lot of people have been harmed because of these laws and because uh, people, instead of doing regular research, they decided to, let's just make it illegal. And yeah, well, nobody can do research. Uh, well, and I, I was going to say two things on that. One, uh, follow the money. That's all you got to do for that. Uh, uh, you know, it, it doesn't matter what war or what anything you're talking about. Follow the money and you'll find all the answers real quick. And, and two, uh, uh, when the government does this in the Middle East, you know what they call it? They call it terrorism. Yeah, they do, <laughs> don't they? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and the only thing is our government isn't killing us. Oh, oh, oh wait, the, the, the cops? Well, well that, that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It's, it, there's a lot of parallels between a lot of the bad and a lot of the good uh, uh, I'll put those in quotes, both of them, because uh, good and bad is all about how you were raised. But, you know, the it, as far as the world is concerned, every country is kind of going through the same bullshit right now on a different scale with different people and with different reactions. And I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it's that's I, 
how can you call uh, uh there's a classic saying in war uh uh you know one man's freedom fighter is another man's terrorist yeah. you know yeah. and and that's that's basically what it comes down to you know and it, you even look at it within our own country with the cops you know you see uh, some people see the cops as these freedom fighters they're protecting us they're risking their lives some people see the 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 terrorist side of it you know some people say oh well they're they're abusing their power they have they took this job so that they could push around little civilians like me and you and guess what you're both right <laughs> that's the whole issue is uh we're we're taught in America especially but in the world also uh we're we're taught that uh you know if you disagree with somebody that you hate them yeah that's that's not how it is and and if you can step above that then you can you can enjoy it and and if you ask me one of the things that'll help you step above that is the reefa and <laughs> and and yeah that's i mean it, would you would you want a group of hippies motivated hippies pissed off at your government uh 2 million 3 million 4 million strong marching on your white house if you're the state you know what i mean that that's the thing is people don't look at it people say oh the government's so stupid i i i will disagree with that 100% of the time because i think the government knows exactly what they are doing and they're doing a damn good job of it and and that that's i think that's why the people are getting pissed they don't realize it though because they won't put logic into it but and when i say the people I, I of course mean you know your your general um, general person that could give two shits less about what's going on in the world. P people like ourselves are informed, or w we like to think we are at least. You know what I mean? And uh, uh, that's uh, that could be a whole nother debate too. You know about who's informing who. You know what I mean? Uh, but that that's why I like to have my sources direct. That's why I know people in prisons and on both sides of the bars. You know what I mean? So that uh, so that you can get information from the ground, you know, there's nothing like true information. Seeing is believing, and and you know, if somebody saw it, then then you can believe it, you know. Right on, my brother. All right, hey, uh, real quick, remind everybody where they can find you on Twitter. Yep, at five hundred five White Mike. The number is five hundred five W H I T E M I C. That'll connect you with everything. Got the new single, just might. Came, came out uh, April 13th. That's today when we're recording it. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, and boom, did I make it before the music cut me off? <laughs> no, you <laughs> no, this is all edited and posted anyway. So I want to oh, uh, I want to go out with uh, a, a, a somebody. You guys should go check out his video for Fire for real. Like this is a professional looking video. It's not somebody taking their iPhone. And just like it, my, as my friends in the mediocre show would say, this is not MySpace music. This is good quality music. He put time in, he put effort in. He's a skilled uh, lyricist. Please go check him out. His video for Fire is great. Do you plan on doing a Fire for, uh, I mean, doing a video <laughs> with, for uh, uh, Just Might? Uh, no, there won't be a video for this. Uh, like I said, it's coming out today. Uh, if there was a video, we would have been putting it out today too, <laughs> for sure. All right. But uh, th there'll always be more. There, there's always more. <laughs> and where, where are you on uh, YouTube? Uh, at White Mike Music. White Mike Music. All right. You got? Are you on Spotify and all that stuff too? 
Yes, sir. Uh, everything. If if yeah. you can uh, if you can uh, if you can buy it or search it or whatever, type in White Mike Music, and that that's always the biggest thing to remember is it's White Mike Music. There's another guy named White Mike. That's why I'm White Mike Music to deal with copyright deals and stuff like that. So if you're looking for me, White Mike Music is me. There you go, man. All right, buddy. I appreciate uh, you coming on the podcast. Uh, give me one last prediction. What are the Jets? What's the record going to be for the next upcoming year? And uh, do, who do you think the Bucks are going to take as the number one pick, Mariota or Winston? Uh, I think you guys are going to take Mariota. I or well, let me put it this way: I hope you take Mariota because I think you're going to take Winston. And and I would uh, prefer the Jets to have Winston because <laughs> that that's a name that's popped up. Uh, as far as our record, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out bold right now, and you might want to bring this up. Uh, I'm not going crazy bold that we're gonna make the playoffs. Let's not go crazy here. But I I think uh, I'm gonna say we're gonna be four and eleven with one tie. Oh shit. <laughs> You're going big. Now, hold on. Your counterparts in your division, the Buffalo Bills, have kind of loaded up, man. They got a good coach. Uh, are, are you freaked out as a, as a Jets fan? Because I know I have coworkers who are Panthers fans and, and Falcons fans and Saints fans, and I hear all the time how bad the, the, the Bucks are. And I know right now is a bad time to be a Buccaneers fan, very aware. So how how do you, what's your viewpoint on your other teams in your division, brother? Uh, well, at the end of the day, it's their Buffalo. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what argument do you need? You know, the uh, the last time Buffalo was relevant, you know, Doug Flutie was on the cover of Wheaties and stuff like that. You know, oh, I don't, I'm not sh- shot fired, <laughs> shot fired. <laughs> well, and 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 then on top of it, you they. I can't believe the Jets let Rex Ryan go. I was disappointed to see that. I think he was stuck into a bad situation, and he was the fall guy. I was more excited to see our GM go. Uh, He went to Miami, which you want to talk about uh, more in in the division. I was excited to see him go to Miami because that means Miami ain't going to have any good players, but they're going to have great financial records for about the next 10 years. (laughs) Well, until, (laughs) until they got sued, dude. They got uh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. No, I I agree. And I uh twenty second letter is a Dolphins fan. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and so you know, Jets Dolphins were that's about as hated as it gets. I know people like to talk Cowboys Redskins and stuff like that. Uh, Jets Dolphins has been a, a rivalry for years. Except we just both of the teams kind of aren't really that great anymore. You know. Uh, but, and so, yeah, we get, we get pretty heated debating stuff like that, you know, and, and that's the problem is Tom Brady. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that's what sucks, man. I've always been the one, I mean, I'm sitting here wearing a Jets hat right now as we speak, you can see it, but just for the listeners, you know, and, and uh, uh, I, I bleed green, and well, in more ways than one. But, <laughs> but I, it just, you have to give the respect to Tom Brady, right? I mean, he's a good player, but, but I, I mean, fuck Tom Brady. I'll just, uh, no beating around. 
I, I don't, I hate the guy. I, I dislike him as a person. I think he's a terrible individual. Uh, if I ever met him, I, I'd be sure to uh, at least speak my mind. I, I'm not going to go out and say I'll beat Tom Brady's ass because, because, you know, Tom Brady got lawyers and shit and I'm trying to keep that a surprise. <laughs> now, now, now I'm, I'm sure like if you guys went against each other as, as to show your physical quarterback skills, he would win. But oh, hey, dude, if, if he dro- if he tr- tried to drop some rhymes, ah. you'd slaughter him, right? Oh, uh, you just yeah, you just opened Pandora's box right there. I think I'm gonna go write a song today about fuck Tom Brady. I I've done it in freestyles or, or where like you're battling somebody else, you know. And I, I've made uh, I'm like, oh, you uh, you just a bitch like Tom Brady or something like that. You know what I mean? You should you for, straight up for real, man. You should make a like a diss track to Tom Brady where he pretends to rap, you know, be like, you know, stepping to my stepping on my field, you know, yeah. something like that. Hey, I'm just throwing throwing out ideas for you, buddy. But wow, hey, that's that's an idea right there. I like that one. I'm running with it. Thanks for being on, man. I appreciate it. And then, um, uh, we'll, we'll, like I said, we'll go out with the track "Fire." Uh, um, great job on that video, dude. Yeah, th- thanks. And I was, I didn't get a chance to say earlier. Thanks for all the kind words you were putting in about uh, about the music video. You know, about uh, just myself as a person. Uh, uh, I, it it really means a lot to me. You know, to hear uh, to come on to podcasts and hear other creative people. You know, appreciating my creativeness. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> well. You know, I, I I pay attention to to a lot of music, and um, uh, the sad thing is that there's so much great music being made today that it's kind of hard to sift through everything. And that every so often, somebody will bring something to my attention. And you're 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 a hard worker when it comes to promotion. I don't think there's hardly anybody out there that does it um, quite as as aggressively as you do. Where you're like, dude, I need, you know, can I promote? And you're on Dirty Devo's podcast. Like, you get your word out. So as somebody who, a creative person, I appreciate that. And I appreciate seeing you, uh, your continued success. When, when anytime you come on the podcast, dude, I know it's going to be a good time. You've been on the podcast before. You're a good dude. And, uh, like, you're, you're out there grinding just like the rest of us. Exactly, and, and and thanks again, man. We we could sit here and and thank each other all day. <laughs> sure, we're, dude. we're we're both on the we're both on the creative uh, creative system, you know, and we both we both do a good job at what we do, and because we both have passion for it, you sure, know, that's dude. all there is to it. You gotta have passion for what you love, brother. All right, man. Yes, well, hey, you have a great week, guys. Go check out uh, just Mike and um, you know, give Mike some love. White Mike Music. Just go Google White Mike Music, and you'll you'll see everything you need. All right, buddy. You take care. Have a great week. Thank you for having me again, man. Yeah, dude. See you later. Go. All right, guys. That was White Mike. All right. So, for this episode of Tales from the Hard Side, I'm your host, Izzy Rock. Please go follow me on social media at the Izzy Rock, and go to theizzyrock.com. For more information and go seriously go go to the easyrock.com i've added some stuff i'm about to have surgery and be off for some time i'm really gonna add some stuff so you guys take care of yourself i love you have a great week
and here's White Mike with Fire. Hey, if you made it through that podcast, I apologize for all the pops and things like that. Uh, I recently started had a new setup for the podcast, and unfortunately, things happened. Sorry about that. I hope you made it through. I'm going to go back to the old setup where I don't get all those pops in there. So go donate to GoFundMe if you can. Search Izzy Rock or Izzy Rock's podcast and help me update my equipment. That would be great. All right. Thanks, guys. Later. We flying like a kite when we ride out. And we light it all night until the lights out. We hoping we get higher, so we rolling like a tire. You be rocking with a top pro who's smoking on that fire. We flying like a kite when we ride out. And we light it all night until the lights out. We hoping we get higher, so we rolling like a tire. Everybody on the block know we smoking on that fire. 7 a.m. It's a wake and bake. Get your ass up early cause it's cake to make. We ain't play today. We maintain the flame. Either blazing haze or that date to dank. And it's stank in the thing when we bring the game. Same every day but the flavors change. Take great to the head like a tank to your chest. Now we save all the rest for a rainy day. Now where I'm from if you want it then you get it. So I'm all up on the proper marijuana in a minute. And we rocking on the ganja not a problem when we in it. So lock up the hot bucks and watch us get twisted. Make a motherfucker head spin Get him blown and you only puffin' resin Next rip gonna send you to the heavens And oh, did I mention that it's barely 11? Now we all up in the studio smoking green Since I blow trees, breezy blowing me And we got motor cheese If you think you ever heard of something like this Please show me a doper team Don't exist, we the best of the best And the chicks like White Mikey Dank's legit And the haters pissed cause they think they sick But it hits like a bitch, it's that Taylor Swift Hold it up, blowing only chronic Going up, the moment that we on it Showing up, hoping that we got it And knowing us, we probably got a lot, kid Hold it up, blowing only chronic Going up, the moment that we on it Showing up, hoping that we got it Roll it up, smoke it if you got it We flying like a kite when we ride out And we light it all night until the lights out We hoping we get higher so we rolling like a tire You be rocking with a top pro who's smoking on that fire we flying like a kite when we ride out And we light it all night until the lights out We hoping we get higher so we roll it like a tire Everybody on the block know we smoking on that fire It's like 5pm and my eyes watch up Every day now that's a white mic month Y'all wish you could get that white mic skunk Get your fried right up on the prime prime bud I'ma light mine up, that's what white mic does Then I pass it to the breeze and call it white mic love then she asked me where the table at, that's not a pool stick girl, that's a white mic blunt Second bag and the next to last, we got checks to cash and a new guy But check it fam, I'm a dyslexic fan, I already met the man So I'm asking who high, no point in tricking if you ain't got it Smoking AK while you bitches paintballing I'ma stay taking flames to the brain till I'm laying in the grave Bet your motherfucking bank on it, saying fuck the club, throw our own potty Mix a liquor with the weed and call it drocotty Twist it up by the time we get to your party
Everybody who's there keep sweat, motherfucker, nobody. That's what happens when you play shit and you pretend you're smoking on the A-list. Then a real kind of sewer come through and you fake motherfuckers gotta get up out the way, bitch. Hold it up, blowing only chronic. Going up, the moment that we on it. Showing up, hoping that we got it. And knowing us, we probably got a lot, kid. Hold it up, blowing only chronic. Going up, the moment that we on it. Showing up, hoping that we got it. Roll it up, smoke it if you got it. We flying like a kite when we ride out. And we light it all night until the lights out. We hoping we get higher, so we roll it like a tire. You be rocking with a top pro who's smoking on that fire. We flying like a kite when we ride out. And we light it all night until the lights out. We hoping we get higher, so we roll it like a tire. Everybody on the block know we smoking on that fire. Red Moth LLC is a local company with a firm belief in community and the cooperative spirit, releasing both music and film in the Dayton, Ohio area, along with other national releases. Red Moth LLC is funded solely by the artists associated with the company and with the support of local listeners like yourselves. You can find out more about us by going to www.redmothrecords.com. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at Red Moth LLC, and you can find us at Twitter at Redmoth underscore records. If you would like to donate to the cause and help support a local company, go to www.gofundme.com slash redmothllc and join the Red Moth Survival Initiative. Hey guys, it's Izzy Rock. Do you like art? Well, I like art as well. And my friend Ray Taylor, who started the Inspired Disorder Collective, is an artist. And I want you to go to InspiredDisorder.com. Go to Ray Taylor's store and check out all the badass art this dude has created. Put it in the code IzzyRock. This is a sponsor for the podcast. Go support the Tales from the Heartside podcast by supporting Ray Taylor. That's right. By supporting Ray Taylor, you can also support your friend Izzy Rock. So go to InspiredDisorder.com and go check out the store. And when you check out, put in the coupon code I-Z-Z-Y-R-O-C-K. Later. I think your dog just farted. (laughs) My dog just farted. Cue inspirational music. Hey guys, you can follow me on Twitter at the Izzy Rock, and I do a podcast with my friend Scott. I'm Scott Epic, and you can follow me on Twitter at the Scott Epic. We do a podcast called On the Block. On the Block. Go check it out. iTunes is Stitcher. If this sounds like something that appeals to you, do it. Go give it a listen. A wide range of topics we talk about. It's only an hour a month. Only an hour a month. And it could save your life. It could. And it the could. life of a child. It'll make you feel like you're not alone in the universe. Right? Yeah. On the Block. Go check it out. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. From the bad parent. <laughs> this could be a while. All right. Hey, I'm Justin. I'm Jody. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> I can't do it now. <laughs> now I know why nothing ever gets done at Hollywood. <laughs> hey, Jody. 
Yeah, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jody. Hi, Justin. Do you like guys with beards? Um, sometimes. Sometimes. What about bald heads? Most of the time. What if there are guys with beards and bald heads with just deep rivers of blue eyes that just say, I love you? I tend to marry them. <laughs> <laughs> now, what if they're just a genuinely good dude, too? Um, I just friend them. Befriend them. Not befriend them. friend them. Not friend them. That sounds like a Facebook What about thing? be friendly with them? Not too friendly. Not too friendly? I don't know. Well, the Izzy Rock meets those requirements. He's bearded. He's bald. He's got those deep rivers of bluey, bluey eyes. You mean he's got triple Bs? Yes, triple Bs. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a couple podcasts that he does. I knew that. Yeah, Tales from the Hard Side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On the Block with his bestest friend ever, Scott Epic. Mm-hmm. And then he also produces the Gem City Podcast, which is a local like artsy-fartsy type podcast in the Dayton, Ohio area. So, Well, who knew? I know. I, I, basically what I'm trying to say here is he's a good guy you should go listen to him give him, a, give him a shout out and if you like his stuff you know what subscribe to him on iTunes also you can leave him a comment rate, review, and subscribe people we'd appreciate it and so would he yes yes he would oh he's a, he's a dad too so the Bad Parenting Podcast loves the fact that he's a dad so that helps out dads also, are great dads are great two cool sons see good dude raising good kids we need more people like him I agree so yes yes listen listen to Izzy's shit it, it's awesome Agree again. All right. Well, until next time. Bye. Bye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.